0: As a Texan, I'll tip my hat to D.C. Steakhouses. You guys never told
1: us how you met.
0: We were in the Cannon Building.
2: No, we were at the, our office downtown.
0: I specifically remember the reception in the Cannon Building. I came up to you to order you a drink.
2: I consider it our office. That's when I started flirting with you by eye contact. That's where we met in my book.
3: Aww.
1: So you're here for a week of lunch? Just about.
0: Sometimes other cities in the country and overseas.
1: Not a bad life.
0: Yeah, well, I like Houston. I like D.C. in a different way. has improved greatly since I left the administration eight years ago at the end of that administration.
2: You're at a different stage, too.
0: Yeah, although I thought I was all that with a presidential appointment and a Ph.D. from Rice.
1: Ph.D. diploma dropping here is like bragging about a vocational certificate.
0: People are like, really?
1: I got one of those four. I went to law school.
2: I guess my bachelor's from Western Michigan
3: is like a G.E.D. here.
1: Uh... He set the context. I replied. Anyway.
3: Doug, did you go straight to Houston after that last change in administration?
0: Yes. I went into a consultancy with another administration guy and a former Senate staffer.
1: Who knew knowing politics doesn't
0: mean you know how to run a business?
4: Isn't that what you're doing, Jack?
1: Yeah, but we have working software and some venture funding, so there's some hope. I'm going into business with some other Hill staffers.
0: Yeah, Melissa told me. The main thing I'll say is once you leave your job, you may have a network, but your D.C. status is gone.
3: That sounds like one to grow on.
0: Yeah, I was the biggest jerk in the administration. I internalized my job titles. Special assistant, deputy director, then director. I got deluded with fake power and wanted everything to go through me. Getting forced out in the transition and trying to hack into the private sector with a clean business card was very humbling.
3: I know, I tell myself every day. It's not about going through me... I have to optimize the city's operations on behalf of the children.
4: Dude, you guys will find the corporate world full of the same petty office politicians.
0: Yeah, but it's not the public trust at stake. Now in the private sector, you get paid to make someone else rich.
3: How did you end up where you are now?
0: Failing the business after losing my government job was the best thing that's ever happened. I got into a continuous learning mode. Learning how to run a business, learning what my real skill sets are. And then I, through an alumni contact, I got this gig six years ago.
3: Melissa? You have a fine man. Do you prefer hanging out with Doug here or in Houston?
2: That's a really good question. Home field advantage aside, I kinda am partial to the compactness and density of this place. But I like the conversation in Houston more.
0: And this city will change with the new regime. I suspect a culture of superficiality will move in.
3: Oh, I fear you are right. Out with intellectualism and in with beauty. That will be hard to adjust.
4: Oh, not really. Beauty can be fixed with a quick chin job and lipo. Degrees can take years, $100,000 worth of debt. Oh.
3: Oh. I'm sorry. That's just L.A. and some alcohol coming out of him. I'm
1: just saying. I guess East Coast cities are just more real.
3: The
2: Midwest is real.
1: There's nuance. Boston has a culture of being erudite. New York is all about being talented. This town is about passion. L.A. is about Personal appeal. That's why everyone comments about looks.
3: And San Fran is about pursuing what makes you unique. Ah, the circuit.
1: What's the circuit?
4: The coastal cities?
1: Yeah, that's what I call it. I'll tell
4: you what's
0: different on the circuit dating. Oh, oh, no, totally. Sure, totally. Yeah. In Houston, being seen at my age is suspect. Without my kid and having been married, people would think there's something wrong with
4: me. My last post was in Phoenix. People just don't get a coastal life. People expect so much in a partner out here.
1: Not only is demand high, circulation is capped in that most people on the circuit would never leave. I said most, Melissa.
2: Seriously, I meet so many people who are like, there are no
3: good guys back home. Oh, yeah, we talked about that before. I think it's more, any guy who would stay here and not come to the circuit doesn't have my values and lifestyle. What I find
0: here is classism by education.
3: I think college is a socializing experience, in addition to a mind-bender. So dating usually sorts out that way.
0: You know, back when I lived here, I focused on Republican women. Things got ugly, usually on the first date with a Democratic woman. We are such a minority that we stick together. But when a lobbyist guy dates and gets engaged to a low-level staffer or an enlisted woman in the military, women in my peer group get kind of
3: mad. There's a lot going on there, I suspect, but mainly... The men are in limited supply, and they're competing with women who, frankly, could be working for them.
0: That's classism distilled.
3: Doug, what happens when the roles were reversed? The woman marries down.
0: People assume she's controlling, especially other women.
3: That may well be true, but women can be agents of sexism, too.
4: Look, Ruth, these are your friends, so I can say this. You seem more inquisitive about the actresses and publicity reps I've gone out with than lawyers and doctors.
3: I'm curious since they're different from what I know. The professionals I get, I'm one of them.
4: Simply put, I've been in D.C. three years. I'm 41, i I'm recently single, my friends are single, and they're good men. Right? They're good men?
3: Yeah, they're good guys.
4: So why do D.C. women talk like looking for good guys like they're on an Easter egg hunt? Do we look like Easter eggs? We're right here. Please pardon me if I don't feel that sorry for professional women.
2: I'm sympathetic with both of you. Randy, I think it's great that you're able to relate to people in all types of ways, not just intellectually. But Ruth and Jack and I have talked about this a lot. Women and men want a certain lifestyle and quality of conversation, and that's why they sort out.
4: People here are so high-strung, even at singles events. I used to write for the trades in Hollywood. It's like people here show up for a sitcom audition and perform like they're in a Shakespeare drama.
0: Word.
2: To be honest, I don't think a lot of people I know here are capable of respecting someone who isn't as professionally accomplished.
0: i got to say, as a former offender of job title dropping, not only is it insecurity, it's dumb. As if you'll be the commissioner or the director in this relationship.
3: Certainly, achievement-oriented people value that drive in others. With a career, other activities and obligations... You sometimes miss the eligible. And even then, you can't give
4: relationships the time they need. I'm sorry, that's bogus.
3: Randy, don't interrupt.
4: I've been at this dating thing for 20 years. I don't care how busy you think you are. You like the person, you actually want to create something serious, priorities fall in place. So you can make the time and direct the energy.
3: Randy, sweetie, as I told Melissa before, after decades of studying hard and training for triathlons... It was frustrating for me. The realization that didn't deliver what most people ultimately yearn for. A happy family of our own. Jack always talks about you guys. The best thing he said you all discussed was just to be in the environment where you are your best self. People just gravitate and sort that way. Sorting is a general fact about lifestyle. For example... A lot of bureaucrats I work with, most of them, live in PG. They grew up under Mary and Barry, where the status symbol was a McMansion in PG. At 5 p.m. at the metro station, most go to points south and east, and others take the same paycheck and go to points north and west. They're different types, and I get along better with the latter.
0: So what happens to the inner cities?
3: Time out. Ruth
2: and Jack will that be at each other's throats on mm-hmm. gentrification.
3: Gentrification is not as much a phenomenon off the circuit. A lot of cities are hollowing out, or never had the density to begin with.
0: You see, about big houses and cars. We have space.
4: So does L.A., but we're so big anyway, you have to live, work, and play within an hour's drive. West Side Valley, whatever.
1: Where in L.A. are you from? I used to work for a member from out there.
4: Pico Robertson area.
3: Where's that? That's the bashful way of saying Beverly Hills.
2: Ah, anyway, you guys, we've got a show at the Kennedy Center. When are you leaving, Jack?
1: Next Saturday. Movers and then the train out of here.
2: Oh my God, I'm taking the train too. I am taking a few days on a southern route through the Carolinas and the Deep South. Charles is still at the same place.
1: Okay, chill then.